Hashtag Attitude Shield. Attitude Shield. Your mental operating script rewriting program for the serial entrepreneur and those wanting to be. Now, your host, David L. Parker. Let's get this training started. Hey, welcome to your next daily double dose of Expresso for Your Attitude. I am David L. Parker, your Attitude Shield mentor. Listen, life is a participation event. We've been talking for the last couple episodes about naysayers, and we ended the last one, or we began the last one, if you will, talking about the stills. Somebody tricked into a lousy life. I want to jump forward. I want to jump more positive. I want to talk about life as a participation event. Listen, you must be actively participating in your life. You cannot sit on the sidelines watching it like a movie or a play acted out in front of you. Again, you got to be actively involved in your own life. I heard a kid say, my mom and dad are doing drugs and they sleep all day. Are they doing drugs because they're stressed? Is it because they don't like their job? Is it because that's just what adults do? Listen, I'm not here to advocate for or against alcohol use. I'm here to advocate for or against marijuana. I'm definitely not here to talk to you about any other kinds of drugs. I mean, living in Colorado, the topic of marijuana is a past issue. Here it is everywhere. We have stores just for that. We have gas and grass places. You know what I'm saying? But see, Attitude Shield helps us see that people sometimes use these things to fill in the gaps between the times that they are generally involved in their own lives and when they're just sitting on the sidelines watching. Plenty of people are happy to be in a wonderful buzz watching life blow on by. Have you ever noticed as we get older, at least I have, that some people say in their mid-30s, maybe even you did, you start to lose your dreams? You know, I read a report one time, a research about dreams and adulthood, and it talked about the average American adult no longer has any dreams after 34. Is that because life just beat it straight out of them? I've noticed that that's about the age that many people start using or looking for something to numb the pain of the loss of their dreams. I'm not talking about drugs and alcohol, because you know why? It's a painful, scary time. All of a sudden, life tells you that that what you wanted when you were younger just is not going to happen. It's like a line out of the movie Fight Club. We were all told we were going to be rich and rock stars, and now we're not, and we're pissed off. So we're looking for something to fill in the gap. It's all because we end up knowing in our hearts that we're not participating anymore. You know, you see them. They're not actively participating in the direction of their life. And they know it. That nagging sensation that says, I am not fully involved in my own life. I'm not living up to my potential. And I know it. When that echoes in the faint areas of your heart, it hurts something bad. Listen, most people stop actively pursuing their dreams sometime in the past when they didn't even realize they did it. It just happened. Sure, they're working. Yeah, they get up. They have a routine. You, you get up when you need to go to work, followed by whatever you do. You know, I get up. I throw on my go-for-a-walk clothes. I go for a walk with my amazing wife. I 
get back to the house. We have a muscle milk. We take a shower. You see what I'm saying? Everybody has a routine of some kind. And then after the routine, they come home a lot of times and they watch their lives pass by into the next hour, followed by the next hour. Maybe they're Netflix binging. Who knows what they're doing? Now, unfortunately, I see so many people who are just smoldering, burnt remains of themselves with smiles on their faces. I see it. Can you? I see people who are beat down by negativity. They're thin in their life because of the constant effort and strain of life, regardless of their waist size. They're sort of weak and they sort of shake. Ever seen somebody who's tired even as they just wake up from a night's rest? They're looking forward to the end of the day for their 30 minutes of TV time. They have a job they no longer like. Maybe they did it one time and now they just do it. They have a boss they wouldn't invite over for a barbecue. They're falling asleep most nights in front of that 30 minutes of TV. Waking many times a night wondering how they got to that place. When they wake up, you know, they walk to the closet to get dressed. They're not putting on clothes in my mind. They're putting on that skin that you and I see that has a smile across their face because there's so much pain that all we get to see is the disguise. Imagine a burnt skeleton waking up in the morning, getting up, walking into the closet and putting on their skin suit. That's what you and I see. That's the person walking by with a smile on their face and looks at you. When people lose their dreams, we fill that time the adulthood, if you will, with things to replace them. And I'm not trying to say that people who do this are wrong. I'm just saying, if you ever wondered why there's so many bowling leagues, softball leagues, weekend poker game, they're getting together every couple of weeks with your friends at a barbecue to watch sports, maybe you're into martial arts, maybe one of a thousand other things that they fill the cracks of their life with, keeping themselves busy between the time that you're surrendering for a job and when you're not at work. Is this what adulthood is? Is adulthood just living out your days after high school? Figuring out how to work your way up the corporate ladder? The Attitude Mind Shield set says no. The Attitude Mind Shield, the Attitude Shield Mindset, see, even I get tired, says no. People are figuring out how to raise, you know, their two and a half kids by dealing with your spouse or significant other as they try to figure out their career, as they try to figure out how to fill their time. When tragedy drops in, these people have no strength for it. We all know this. Now listen, I want to share something with you. I want to share a tragedy with you that the hashtag Attitude Shield Mindset helped me and my wife weather with as little of an impact as possible. We have suffered a massive loss. We lost a daughter-in-law to a heroin overdose. One cannot prepare themselves for that loss. Even if you think it's coming, you can't get ready for it. Now, she left behind her husband, my son, who is also struggling with heroin and has spent time in prison now. They left behind two little boys. They left them out in the cold. You must ask yourself, why? Why anybody would do this? You ask yourself, 
I ask myself, how can people do this? What in the world could have been so bad they turned to these kind of actions? You know, after that loss, we started spending more time with a part of the family that we never knew. We discovered many things. Things that we had not known. Things that we should have known. We discovered a full version of their life that we had no idea about whatsoever. We found a complete understanding of their life that was as far away from what we thought their life was as one could even imagine. See, I always believed that my son and his wife were active participants in their own life to at least some point. Now everything we thought was wrong. They were just observers of their life passing by. Observers of their children growing up without participating. An essential part of Attitude Shield is knowing that you must be active in your own life. You must be a participant in every day and every part of what's going on. Again, you must be an active participant in your life. I truly understand that sometimes in many ways, some things get so hard, so heavy, you feel like you're going to break underneath the weight of it. This is what Attitude Shield is all about. Building the ability, the strength, the determination, and the absolute unbreakable habit of being a participant in your life and being a participant in the life of everybody you're connected to, responsible for, and care for. Now, being in the military for 22 years, broken up into two chunks of my life, 1984 to 1993, and then back in 2002 to 2016, and deploying six different times, I dealt with a lot of different kinds of losses. I lost a lot of time inside my relationships. My youngest daughter has still not forgiven me for being gone so much. Loss of friendships, things that you cannot get back. Loss of dear friends, loss of fellow soldiers. But I'm telling you, nothing could ever, ever get me ready for what was coming. Nothing can ever prepare you for what it feels like to bury a child. Now, I know, because I've heard it, some people will say and have said to me, she was just your daughter-in-law. Right. She's just the mother of two of my grandsons. It was just a young lady who called me dad for 10 years of her life. Now, I agree, this is not exactly the same. How could it be? I will argue with you until I run out of words, and that's a promise that the pain is still the same. Nothing in my life had prepared me for what happened on that day. Nothing could have prepared me for the phone call and the words that my beautiful wife said. I do not say this to brag to you. I do not say this to make myself sound like some softy or paint some picture of me being connected to this more than anybody else, for I am not. I say this to tell you how hard it hit me. A few days after she passed, I was finally able to let out the tears. Not ones like, you know, you tear up, you tear up a little bit when you think about her. Not the tears that come when I think about the boys and the massive pain that the loss of their mother brings to them every day. No, not those kind of tears. This was a gut-shaking, heart-wrenching cry that literally lasted for 40 minutes. There were times during this cry that I thought I would stop breathing. There were times during this cry that I sort of wanted to. 
but I knew that wasn't an option. This was a cry that came from somewhere deep in my soul that I didn't even know I had. This was a cry that came from a place so deep, so hard to reach, that when I tapped into it, I literally felt like my mind was going to break. Nothing could have prepared me for that moment. Nothing, no matter what kind of training. Attitude Shield cannot prepare you for this. Now, soon after this happened, we did travel to spend five days with the family. We took the grandsons to see their great-grandparents, both sets, because my, my parents were both alive at that time. We took them to hang out with cousins. We took them to the movies. We took them out to dinner. We took them to see aunts and uncles and surrounded them with family as much as we could. We let them play as hard as they wanted to. Even with all that joy, with all these people hanging on those little boys, you could still see it on them. They were wrapped in a heavy blanket of pain. I recall warmly as I walked to the door for the first time since her passing to see our grandsons. They ran up to me and my gorgeous wife and they hugged our legs and said, Hi, Colorado Grandma and Grandpa. Then our five-year-old, with his high-pitched little voice, with pain rolling off his tongue, said, Mommy died. Nothing in life can prepare you for that comment, that moment, that situation. Nothing, absolutely nothing. But Attitude Shield helped me. As I stood there with a stiff upper lip, then told that little boy, Yes, I understand. As I hugged him back, telling him that she loves you, your mama still loves you, and that grandma and grandpa are here to be with you. Is that okay? He hugged back and yelled, Yes, grandpa. Again, this is something that nothing could ever prepare me for, yet my mindset helps keep the pain in check. I tell you this. Now, if I would not have used my attitude shield, if I would not have had one, if I would have not had the ability to stand against gale force type winds, hail the size of golf balls that were smashing holes in my soul, something like this could have broken us. For I promise you it has broken others in the family. Over the next few days, I watched as my wife interacted with those little boys. As I watched her do every single day. And she can do it in a way that made me realize how important she is to me. Beyond what I already knew. This is also a part of the Attitude Shield mindset. Now she has this amazing way with kids. She's an elementary school teacher. She has the ability to redirect them, refocus them, and get them going forward. She made the boys this picture book where they could look at pictures with their parents or their mom. And they would take it with us on the travels for those five days we were out there. Now, one of those trips, the youngest one was sitting in the back seat right behind me looking at a picture. And he said, I look cute in this picture with my mama. Which proved to me yet again the strength of what you say is always so important. Speaking correctly at any age will keep your attitude to yield completely energized, whether you know you have one or not. Now, from this loss, I relearned two things. Obviously, as the episode name states, you must be an active participant in your life. The second thing is you have to speak into existence your life. You have to take action to make your life become what you want it to be. You have to get your butt off the sidelines and into your own life. 
Between the hours you're off work and going to bed, turn off that bloody TV. Turn off that Game Boy and that PlayStation and make something happen. Spend some time with your loved ones. Stop exchanging time for a dollar per hour wage that you agreed upon when you have now started calling someone boss. To be a truly active participant in your own life, you must master the art of self-focus. Now listen, when you focus on problems, you will have more problems. When you focus on bad things, more bad things will happen. When you focus on possibilities and your targets, you'll find more opportunities to move towards those targets. I know that getting your crap together will require a level of honesty that you can't even imagine right now. There's nothing easy about realizing that you're the one that has been holding you back from everything you want. Nothing is easy anyway. And realizing that all the problems that you have, all the pain that you carry, all the challenges that you face are your fault. You have to get off the sidelines to participate in your own life. Taking genuinely unique amounts of action and effort will change everything. That means, now listen, huge amounts of action. I learned a long time ago that a strong person is not a person who doesn't know how to cry. A strong person is a person who can cry for a moment. They can cry for a while. They can cry to get that energy out. Then they stand up and they fight their butt off again. It's not weak to be afraid. It's not weak to feel pain. It's not weak to feel frustration. As a matter of fact, no matter how successful you are, no matter how successful you become, you will still feel all these and those things. What? Do you think a successful millionaire has none of the above? That's just foolish. That's just silly. A strong person is one that gets up and fights back. A strong person is one who can focus on what it takes to change their life. In other words, they're going to stand up and participate in that change. My kids weren't participating in the change. Now, during all of this, it occurred to me, I had never even thought about this before, that many people are terrified to heal. See, their entire identity is connected to something bad that happened to them. Their entire identity is connected to some trauma, some failure, some loss. My parents were mean to me. I got beat up in school. Something didn't go my right. I crashed my favorite car. I broke my leg skiing, something. These people, they actually have no idea what they would be outside of that event. They don't even know who or what to be without the event. They're not willing to stand up and start to participate in their own life again. To get out of that identity. Now, due to the connecting of that trauma to their identity, now they're terrified. They're just stuck there. There's nothing else but that trauma. Because that's all they focus on. Now listen, when you learn to focus, it will drive us into participating in our lives again. Then when the bad things happen, and they're going to happen you will discover that they put you on a path to the best things. Yep, the best things that ever happened to you. The loss of my daughter-in-law and my son giving up the rights to the boys have put them full-time in my home. My wife and I adopted them. Some of the things these boys say to me are the best things that ever happened to me in my entire life. That's right. Sometimes the hardest things that happen give you the best things.
Now, when you use the power of focus, when you actively participate in the bad things, again, you will find that they are some of the things that will help you find the right road, get you on a path, get you on a trail, get you going in a direction that you never thought of before. And that's where the most amazing things that ever happened to you come from. Now, it all goes back to focus. It all goes back to the hashtag Attitude Shield Mindset Focus. What you focus on, you become. What you speak about, you become. What you say about you, you become. This will continue until the you becomes changes to you are. The reason good things are not happening in our life is that we have no focus. Most times, good things are not happening to us because we are the good thing for somebody else. Many times, you have to help somebody else succeed first. Sometimes, you have to focus on somebody else before yourself. Most of the time, you have to help somebody who is not participating in their own life start to participate before you can move forward in your life. Now, when I first started thinking about this episode, this was one of the hardest things to talk about. It's probably one of the hardest things I will ever talk about on this podcast. Now, I wrote a book, another book. I wrote Hashtag Attitude Shield, which is not for sale. And I also wrote a book called Forgotten Truckers. Now, that comes from the journals that I wrote in Iraq in 2003 about what happened to myself in a group of soldiers for about six weeks. Now, I'm not going to go into that on this podcast. If you want to know more about that, you have to look up Veterans Rant, Rattle, and Roll. Now, during that time of my life, I believed that was the worst thing I could ever go through. Every single time I've gone through something terrible since then, all the way up to losing my daughter-in-law to heroin, I remind myself about how hard those weeks were. And that no matter how hard things get today, as long as I stay focused on my ultimate targets, as long as I stay an active participant in my life, things will continue to go in the direction that I want them to go in. Then I, and you, when you do it, will achieve your ultimate targets. Now listen, getting this podcast out there has taken some major focus. Doing anything worthwhile always takes a major amount of focus. Because you have to participate. In other words, action begets action. Now stand up and do something. Staying focused on putting this podcast out is something I gave my team my word that I would do. And now it's become a shining example of exactly what I'm talking about. You must stay focused. You must stay an active participant in your own life, your own success. Now, you're going to get exactly what you do. I'm going to tell you that again. You're going to get exactly what you do. The results are equal to the effort. And effort is an acronym. And you know that. Energy focused forward on reaching targets. You have to stand up. And become a participant in your own life. If you don't, your life is going to pass you by. Why is that? Because our minds are magnets. If you think of something, you attract that something. If you think of a storm, you get a storm. If you think of joy, you get joy. If you think of problems, you attract problems. If you think of ways to cultivate great things happen in your life, things will happen in your life. You have to always remain positive, and you have to remain optimistic. 
You don't have a choice. That is part of being an active participant in your own life. Listening. Wor- listen to me. Listen, listen, listen. Worrying is literally, not a euphemism here, worrying is betting against you. When you worry about your future, you lose sleep over this worrying, your focus is all screwed up, you're not participating, you're sitting on your butt worried about what's going to happen, you're betting against you. I told you in another episode, never ever doubt you, never ever doubt you. Worrying is doubting you to the point that you're putting a bet on the fact that you say you're going to fail. Now, what is that all about? Listen, I'm going to wrap this one up. It's been heavy. It's a lot of emotions. There's a lot of truth. There's a lot of telling you some personal stuff. Stay away from the naysayers. Forge that attitude shield. Keep it strong. Keep it on your arm. Keep it going all day long. Remember this. When you get your million-dollar vision, when you get that ultimate target in your mind, when you get where you want to go, please don't surround yourself with one-cent minds. Please don't surround yourself with people that have no sense whatsoever. Be a participant in your life. Be an active participant in your life, and I promise you, your life is going to get where you want to go ten times faster. You're going to make it through the storms. You're going to make it through the hard times. You're going to make it through the depressions. You're going to make it through all the bad stuff, and the bright days are going to be 50 times brighter. They're going to be more amazing than you can ever imagine, and you'll be excited about the next challenge coming your way. That is the hashtag Attitude Shield mindset. Be excited about the challenges. Take them on. Say, bring it on. Do Mr. T from Rocky. I pity the fool. Tries to get in my way. I'm going to bust you. Right? Bust through the challenges. Be your own excited bull in the china closet in the bad times. Get up off your butt. Get off the sideline and be an active participant in your life. And I'll talk to you again soon on the next episode. This is David L. Parker, your Attitude Shield mentor. I've enjoyed giving you your daily Double dose of espresso for your attitude. And I'll talk to you soon. You've been listening to Attitude Shield, your double dose of espresso for your attitude. Check us out on Facebook and on the web at www.attitudeshield.com. Again, thanks for spending this time with us. Between now and when we talk again, keep those shields up, eyes on the target, and always be moving towards your dreams.